0: My producer Tim went missing at the end of the mid-season finale of America, the podcast. And I, Theba a starred the embodiment of and only hope for America, aim to find him. These are the Search for Tim transmissions. Ugh. Oh my god, that was weird. Oh, it felt like I was being hugged by a, I don't know, a goo. Uh, man, never traveling by Stargate again. Hello America, it's me, Thebe Stard, aka the embodiment of and only hope for America. And I am reporting to you from, well, it's pretty red and rust-colored around here, so I guess I made it to Mars. And I am, uh, well, apparently able to breathe. Uh, So I think I'm inside some sort of a structure, but, well, there's still a door ahead of me, so I guess let's go in. Oh shit. Hello and welcome to the Earth Embassy of Mars. How can I help you? Oh, no. No, no, no. I ain't helping you. Hello, Carolyn. With a B! Yes, yes, with a B. It's good to see you again, I guess. Uh Uh-oh, ain't nothing good about it. I ain't having my sovereign citizen beliefs shamed by the likes of you again. Listen, the sovereign citizens are listed as a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Your... Beliefs are misguided, to say the least. Ah, the Southern Poverty Law Center don't know what they're talking about. Well, I'm pretty sure they do, but uh, all right. Like I said before, and the last time we met, I don't have time for this. I need to speak with a, uh, I don't know, some sort of interplanetary secretary from the Martian government, or a member of the Martian triumvirate would be nice. Uh, Just really any representative of this Martian facility uh, that is above... You. Well, you ain't talking any Martian unless you go through me and that ain't happening. Uh, oh boy. All right, America, while I deal with Carolyn with a B... That's right. ...again, um, you can go to Semi-Important Questions. Listen, I need through! Our first Semi-Important Question comes from Little Angelo from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Little Angelo writes, Dear Mr. Thebadias, how many true Americans are there? Signed, Little Angelo, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Well, Little Angelo, if it isn't obvious by now, I am the only true American. The rest of you are just followers. Uh, Followers in my very important footsteps and very important words. But uh, after me, there are 78 true Americans. And I guess I will name a few to prevent you from asking any follow-up questions. Um, So let's see. uh, Representative Cory Bush from Missouri, she's a true American. Uh, a man named Earl Shockey from Paris, Texas. Um, I believe he's a mechanic out there. Um, uh, uh, a journalist, Bob Woodward. He's a true American. And, uh, oh, Lance Bass from Sync. believe it or not. Um, and that's all I'm going to tell you. Next question. Our next semi-important question comes from Little Rachel from Cheyenne, Oklahoma. Little Rachel writes, Dear Mr. Thebodius, is the government aware of the supernatural? Signed, Little Rachel, Cheyenne, Oklahoma. Well, little Rachel, um, to put it simply yet again, um, the government is as aware as the Illuminati will let them be. Um, some of the members of the United States government, as well as many other governments around the world, are members of the Illuminati or a Bilderberg group or simply lower-level Masons or members of the Johnson group, a um, much higher-level secret society than the Illuminati that I'm a member of. Um, but yes, we allow them to know as much as need be in case any... Dementors try to attack anything, or aliens, or ghosts. Um, we've had a few ghost robberies this year that have gone unsolved because, well, if we let them be solved, then the existence of ghosts um, then is made to the public. What? I didn't- I, I let them know about ghosts just now? Erase this. What do you mean it doesn't erase? I thought digital media was easy to erase. Well, okay, ghosts exist, so I fucked that up. Alright, next question. Our last semi-important question comes from Little Dominic from Los Angeles, California. Little Dominic writes, "Dear Mr. Thebadias, how many homes do you own?" Signed, Little Dominic, Los Angeles, California. Well, Little Dominic, um, how many countries are there? I believe 168. So uh, double that, and that's how many homes I own. Two homes in each country, as well as several, um. Mega yachts, and, uh, I believe I'm up to five giga yachts now. They only let you have so many because there are only so many that can be built at a time. I keep, uh, well, I keep overpaying to get all the giga yachts away from Jeff Bezos. Keeps trying to buy more, and I'm like, nope, I want them. You can't have them, you bald, bald freak. Um... I'm, I'm just not a fan of the whole peeing in a bottle thing. I, I really, I, even I wouldn't let my employees do that, and I'm basically the embodiment of capitalism as well as America. So, um, where was I? Oh yeah, Jeff Bezos sucks and will never own a gig yacht as long as I am alive. Well, he won't own a second gig yacht. He's been able to buy a couple. Um, well, okay. Well, this has been the end of Semi-Important Questions. Alright America, uh, we're back and that was Semi-Important Questions, and I am, well, still here in the Earth Embassy inside of... What structure are we inside? There's no buildings on Mars. We're inside Olympus Mons, biggest volcano in the solar system. Well, cool, I guess. Listen, I really need through. I have had such a long, I mean, few months, at least eight episodes of this, and... I just need to speak with any member of the Martian government who is not you. W- why are you here in the first place? I thought you were filling in for Xandor, Burner of Souls. at the ancient temple in Kurtlodongra, Antarctica. I have to pick up shifts once in a while to make ends meet. What's it to you? Uh, All right, listen, your backwards beliefs are a lot, your energy is a lot, and I am exhausted. I have been from Moscow, to Stonehenge, to Paris, to Israel, to- Oh, don't get me started on Israel! Oh, right. The sovereign citizens are an anti-Semitic group. I forgot. Well, Carolyn, that means I am 100% done with you, and you are going to listen to me. I am a registered delegate of both the Illuminati and the American government, two of the most powerful institutions in this solar system, and you will get me a Martian delegate right now! All right, all right, all right. Calm down, calm down. Uh, uh, give me a second. Uh, hello, yes, this is Carolyn with the B here at the front. Uh, there is an American here to see you. Uh, it, what's your name again? Bebidias A. Stard, the embodiment of and only hope for America. Okay, did you get that? Okay, 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 bye. All right, the Martian Undersecretary will be out in a moment. Very good. And to those of you listening at home in America, the Martian Undersecretary is the equivalent to the President's Chief of Staff. So while I wait for that uh, person to come out here and speak with me, you can go listen to a very important commercial. We'll be right back. It's America, the podcast! America the podcast And we're back America and I'm still waiting for the Martian undersecretary Listen uh, Mr. Star I'm I, I'm I'm sorry I upset you You know what no I have had to deal with Nazis way too much in my life I mean I thought they were gone after World War II and then they escaped and tried to form the Fourth Reich and now they're Rearing their ugly heads again in America and everywhere else in the world. And I don't want to have to deal with them on Mars as well. So just go about your business. I'm not a Nazi. I just don't like laws and think the Jews control the world. Well, they don't. The Illuminati does, if anything. It's a mixture of people. God almighty. You you sovereign citizens are just the most annoying people. You're not the worst. The Nazis and literally everybody else, the Proud Boys, all those sons of bitches, they're the worst. But you guys are... Just a different kind of stupid. Uh, Oh my god. I mean, so, so the Jews don't control the world? No, not at all. And while we're at it, laws are technically made to protect you from things, like yourself, and taxes, well, I don't like paying them. They go to pay for basic human services that keep you alive. So you're saying I'm wrong? Yes, I've been screaming it, actually. Well, I mean, you speaking with such passion and conviction, well, I guess, I guess I'll do a little soul searching. I'll talk to my sister while I'm at it. Is your sister a sovereign citizen as well? Oh Lord, no. We have fights about my beliefs all the time. She's actually a social Democrat that works at a virology center in Munich, Germany, trying to find a quote unquote cure for that fake COVID virus. Oh no, 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 no. All right, America, while I set Carolyn straight one more time- With a B! Shut up, Carolyn! Shut up! America. Go listen to Very Important Readings while I deal with this, hopefully, one last time. On our last two Very Important Readings, I will be reading two different letters from a man who would become the second president of the United States, Mr. John Adams, to his wife, Abigail Adams. Despite being incredibly annoying, John was a dear friend of mine and I knew him and Abigail to love each other deeply. They often wrote each other multiple times in the same day, this being one of them. Two letters were written on the same day on July 3rd, 1776, the day after the vote for independence took place. So I will read the first of these two letters now. From the desk of John Adams to Abigail Adams, Philadelphia, July 3rd, 1776. John Adams writes, your favor of June 17, dated at Plymouth, was handed to me by yesterday's post. I was much pleased to find that you had taken a journey to Plymouth to see your friends in the long absence of one whom you may wish to see. The excursion will be an amusement and will serve your health. How happy it would have made me to have taken this journey with you. I was informed a day or two before the receipt of your letter that you had gone to Plymouth by Mrs. Polly Parmer, who was obliging enough in your absence to inform me of the particulars of your expedition to the Lower Harbor against the Men of War. Her narration is executed with a precision and perspicuity that would have become the pen of an accomplished historian. I am very glad you had so good an opportunity of seeing one of our little American men of war. Many ideas new to you must have presented themselves in such a scene, and you will in the future better understand their relations of sea engagements. I rejoice extremely at Dr. Bulfinch's petition to open a hospital, but I hope the business will be done upon a larger scale. I hope that one hospital will be licensed in every county, if not in every town. I am happy to find that you resolved to be with the children in the first class. Mr. Whitney and Mrs. Katie Quincy are cleverly through inoculation in this city. I have one favor to ask, and that is that in your future letters, you would acknowledge the receipt of all those that you may receive from me and mention their dates. By this means, I shall know of any of mine miscarry. The information you give me of our friend refusing his appointment has given me much pain, grief, and anxiety. I believe I shall be obliged to follow his example. I have not fortune enough to support my family, and what is of more importance to support the dignity of that exalted station. It is too high and lifted up for me, who delight in nothing so much as retreat, solitude, silence, and obscurity. In private life, no one has a right to censure me for following my own inclinations in retirement, simplicity, and frugality. In public life, every man has a right to remark as he pleases, at least he thinks so. Yesterday, the greatest question was decided, which ever was debated in America, and a greater perhaps never was or will be decided among men. A resolution was passed without one dissenting colony, that these United States are and of right ought to be free and independent states, and as such they have and of right ought to have full power to make war, conclude peace, establish commerce, and do all the other acts and things which other states may rightfully do. You will see in a few days a declaration setting forth the causes which have impelled us to this mighty revolution and the reasons which will justify it in the sight of God and man. A plan of confederation will be taken up in a few days. When I look back to the year 1761 and recollect the argument concerning writs of assistance in the Superior Court, which I have hitherto considered as the commencement of controversy between Great Britain and America, and run through the whole period from that time to this, and recollect the series of political events and the chain of causes and effects, I am surprised at the suddenness as well as the greatness of this revolution. Britain has been filled with folly and America wisdom, at least that is my judgment. Time must determine. It is the will of heaven that the two countries should be sundered forever. It may be the will of heaven that America shall suffer calamities still more wasting and distresses yet more dreadful. If this is to be the case, it will have this good effect at least. It will inspire us with many virtues which we have not and correct many errors, follies, and vices which have threatened to disturb, dishonor, and destroy us. The furnace of affliction produces refinement in states as well as individuals, and the new governments we are assuming in every part will require a purification from our vices and an augmentation of our virtues, or they will be no blessings. The people will have unbounded power, and the people are extremely addicted to corruption and banality as well as the great. I am not without apprehensions from this quarter, but I must submit all my hopes and fears to an overruling providence in which, unfashionable as the faith may be, I firmly believe. And a very important reading. Well, America, there you have it. The first of two letters from John Adams to Abigail Adams right after the vote for independence. And I bet you're wondering, and I'm certain you are absolutely asking, why I read this. Well, first, John Adams was the only president in those times worth a damn. He didn't own any slaves, and... Well, that's the bar that we set. Um, But I also wanted to paint the second president of these United States and a founding father of these United States As a human being, a human being with doubts, a human being with love for his wife and affection for his wife that he missed while he was gone serving this country, something most Americans will never know. But to those who do serve this country, we thank you. And we know that you are missing your loved ones each and every day. You are appreciated, government workers, military workers, AmeriCorps workers. Thank you for all that you are doing. This has been Very Important Readings. telling me this virus actually killed people? Oh Jesus Christ, yes, yes it did. Millions of people all over the world. So if you are unvaccinated, as if you're at least five years old, you can get your vaccine and you can also get a booster if you've already been vaccinated. So please, for the love of all humanity and Mars as well, just get your vaccine, America. And you, Carolyn with the B. Now, where is this fucking undersecretary? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This has just been a very long time, I have traveled a long way, and I need to speak with a Martian, right now! Ah, Martian Secretary Inglebap, nice to see you again. Um, alright America, he's speaking fluent Martian, so I'm going to try and translate, although my Martian is a little rusty. Um, he just said, how can I help you? Uh, my apologies, Your Excellency, I am doing a podcast and translating to the American people. Um, my producer, Tim, Uh, disappeared into some dimension of time and space and the angel beladrigal who is uh, currently guarding the ark of the covenant in israel uh, told me that someone on mars or some technology here might be able to help me find him Um, is that at all possible great um well america he just said that they have not cracked any sort of uh technology that can transverse time and space um other than faster than light travel um which is unhelpful as tim is not in this plane of existence so um well that this was supposed to be the end um there's really nothing that can help me here (laughs) Right. Um, well, America, he said the only thing he can help me with is getting back home. Um, well, all right. Um, this is disappointing to say the least. Um, at least we set Carolyn with a beast, right? I I hope. Did we? I'll think about what you told me. Uh, Well, very good then, I guess. Um, well, America, I'm at a loss. I don't know what to do. So, uh, Mr. Undersecretary, I... I guess just send me back home to my home in Austin, Texas, and I will try and figure it out from there. I need a break. Um, alright America, well, that's it, um, uh, I'll see you next week I guess, goodbye. So how do we do this? Oh, he's gonna zap you. Zap me. How? It's America, the podcast! This has been a production of Shui Media, All Rights Reserved. For more information, please visit ShuiMedia.com.